0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, March 23rd edition of the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. There's big Marcel Dorf over there in Holland. What's going on, big man?
1: Uh, I'm good, man. Same as yesterday,
0: man. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Same here. Uh, busy day. Another busy day, man. So much happened today, actually, in the news. like I just saw Cole just posted the story of BJ Penn. Cam's at Chamaev just announced his ret- uh, return to the sport, which is awesome. Good to hear that. I knew he was coming back anyways. That was like the oh. that was the worst retirement ever. <laughs> like he's in his prime, man. You know, once he gets better, he's gonna come back and smash people. Um, and then some other stuff happened. A lot of a lot of things went on. But uh man, we got a card to break down. And I'm so excited about it. But before we get to that card, we got a question here from Mr. Cole Shelton. The guy who just wrote the story I talked about. Quick response to Marcel. Okay, here we go. San is lucky Yan Sterling ended the way it did because Yan was on his way to winning a fight in TJ. Yan made it clear that's what he wanted UFC would have booked that fight. What do you think?
1: Stop boring me out, Cole Shelton.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I yeah. don't know. It's possible. I think it just worked out better anyways. You know, I think that I mean that's not like I want to see the rematch by any means. Like I think Yan would have won that fight, but Mm-hmm. I like the TJ-Corey Sandhagen fight. I think that's a great fight, and, you know, there's a lot of backstory uh, between that fight. But honestly, we don't have time to talk about too much stuff other than this card because we do have, like, 10 fights to get to. Um, there's one fight between Shane Young and Omar Morales, which is really just, like, we don't know if it's even happening. So I'm not going to break that uh, down today.
1: Um, I, I do say, uh, but... Iridium Sports Agency posted that Anthony Birchuk will fight at UFC 260, so I wonder what's up with that. Sure, Suredog report- reported yesterday that, that fight was on, and then someone else reported that... Uh, uh,
0: Fighter Path guy said it wasn't happening. Anyways, we're not going to break down that fight, but we have a lot of other fights to get to. I think we should just get right into Marcel, because we got an hour here. Let's just get into it. I'm going to start with the middleweights here. Mark andre Berrio taking on Abu Azatar. It's an interesting fight to kick off the card here, Marcel. Um, right now, a slight favorite at the sports book, uh, Marc-Andre Berrio, minus 130 I'm seeing out there, and then Abu Azatar plus 110. What's your thoughts on this fight to open up UFC 260? Oh,
1: man. I mean... <laughs> The typical uh, curtain jerker, I'd say. You know, uh, Barrio hasn't looked great in the UFC at all. He came from TKO. He was a double champ over there, I think. Uh, he looked good against Pijota, but who doesn't? Um, I mean, hasn't has it looked great in the UFC at all. Does it did a f- was potential or his hype what he bring bring with the, when he came from TKO? Abu Azatar only fought once in the UFC, he got the, like four or three cancelled bouts, um, mm-hmm. he fought in the WSOF before, um, I'm also not really high on Abu Azatar, man, but, I mean, who knows, um, I'm going with Azaitar, TKO, third round. Wow, I, yeah, I
0: mean, this fight, it's a middleweight fight, right, but I gotta be honest, I really like Barry on this fight, guys, I really like him here, um, I see, I think he's a better fighter pretty much everywhere, to be honest with you. Like, if you look at his fights, they were super close losses, man. So, like, real, pretty good competition. Not the best, obviously, but the Jocko fight was very close. That was, you know, if he had that win, he would have been in the top 15. It was a close fight. His last win, he looked good in that fight. He's training at Sanford MMA. I love that move for him, man. The power bar at Sanford, he's, if you go to his Instagram, he's training with Rumble Johnson right now, guys. Like, I love that. Abu Tarr hasn't fought in three years. Here's the other thing about him. He does have power in his hands, right? We know that. Um, but his wrestling's not great. That Vitor Miranda fight is a very close fight. Vitor Miranda took him down. Vitor Miranda is a Muay Thai fighter, not a wrestler. Um, also, his cardio is not good. He hasn't fought in three years either. Um, man, I I like Dario in this fight. Honestly, to kick off the card. Okay. I like Canadian here, man. Um, I I actually feel pretty strong about him here. To be honest with you. Um, okay, I know he Yeah, I, I know his record sucks <laughs> in the UFC. Right? It's <laughs> like you it's like Silva last week. I feel like you know that's a guy that. He's good enough to get a win in the UFC. I, you know, this is a guy I'm fading, as it are. Three year layoff. I'm fading that every time. He does look good in the pictures, guys. If you look at him, he looks bricked up, but that could also affect his cardio. The only way he wins this fight is by first round knockout. I don't see it happening. I think that Barrio grinds him out, man. Um I like Barrio. I don't know if he gets a knockout, but I think he grinds him out against the cage and stuff. Like just that's how he fights, man. He grinds you against the fence. I'm gonna start it off with the uh with the Canadian here. All right, next, next fight, man. This is another good fight. I like this one a lot. Miranda Maverick taking on Julian Robertson. Uh, right now, Maverick, slight favorite, minus 160. Robertson, plus 140, man. Give me your thoughts on this one. Also, uh, Kevin, I'm just using Wikipedia or whatever. <laughs> That's what I'm using right now. Go ahead uh, on this one. Robertson, Maverick.
1: The bot order is absolutely... Yeah, absolutely don't even... Don't, well, no, nobody knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Go nobody ahead. Nobody knows. Um, yeah, Jilly Robertson. I remember when we first broke down this fight, like, uh, what's that, uh, one month ago, I, I picked Jillian Robertson, you know, but uh, I've been looking further into this fight, and, man, I'm kind of switching here, man, I think Miranda Maverick can do it, I mean, Jillian Robertson, I think she's a pretty decent fighter, but I've been not been impressed lately, man, at all, I mean, uh, Santos easily decisioned her. Uh, Poliana Botelho, uh, sh- she's not that bad, but I think, uh, I th- don't think she is a top 15 girl, Poliana Botelho. Um, I remember I remember she pretty much dominated Courtney Casey, right? I, w- I was kind of sur- surprised by that, I Courtney Casey mm-hmm. in that fight. So, But you also saw she lost to Barber before, she lost to Bueno Silva. Uh, Miranda Maverick, she did great in her UFC debut against Liana Jojoa. And uh, she did very well in Vic as well. So, um, I mean, stylistically, I also think Maverick has the edge here. So, I go with Maverick's decision. I feel the same way. I like it too, man. Um, I think she's a better fighter.
0: She's a better mixed martial artist. She's more complete. Uh, Julia Robertson's a one-trick pony. She's got a great ground game. I mean, it's amazing. It's one of the best in the division. It's it's really dominant. When she's on top, when she's on the bottom, as we saw in the last fight, she's not good. Mavericks improved her wrestling. You know, you can look back at some of her earlier losses. She did get all wrestled, but she's a young fighter. I think she's 23, and she's improving rapidly. If you watch her last few fights in Invicta in that tournament, right, Like everyone's saying she's on a four-fight win streak, but you're forgetting those two other wins she had that were one-round fights. So she's actually on a six-fight win streak. She has a lot of momentum coming in here. Um, I like her, man. I think she's way better striker, no doubt about it. Uh, Julian Robertson, her, you know, her takedown setups is not, not that great either. Like, she doesn't really have great wrestling. She's able to, like, get you down, but mostly because her opponents want to go to the ground with her. You know, like Courtney Casey welcomes that. And that was the fight where I, I was like, man, she's really good. But since then, she hasn't looked great, Marcel, in my opinion. And uh, I like Maverick here, guys. You know, she looked outstanding in her UFC debut, I thought. Uh, it's, all, it's unfortunate that fight was stopped. I think that was a really bad doctor stoppage. I, I truly believe that that fight was stopped because uh, Lillian, uh, Liana Jojua is, is a female fighter, not a male fighter. I don't think that fight should have been stopped. But, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm just impressed by Maverick. Uh, you know, I, a lot of people were on, on Robertson. A lot of smart people, but I don't see it, man. I unless she's just a way better like wrestler than I can than I ever saw it in, in the video. I don't think she's gonna get the fight to the ground very easily. And even if she does, I think Maverick's gonna be able to like kind of be equal with her. So, yeah, I'm with you, Marcel. I kind of like Maverick by decision. What's the odds on that? Let me take a look at that. What was Burial by decision? Because I don't know. I mean, he could finish Azteca because Azteca does have gas issues, but what's that? Burial decision. Where is that? I can't even see it. It's so hard to, man, this thing is, it's really unorganized sometimes at, uh, there it is, plus 200. Yeah, there there's no value in that. And then we both like Maverick, by. So I'm assuming it's going to be terrible odds too. Yeah, plus 140. <laughs> You're better off just, you know, playing her there. But I mean, listen, a lot of people are in Robertson here and I get it. I mean, she does have great top game. It's amazing. Like, sure, submissions are amazing. But, you know, what I've noticed that the UFC matchmakers are doing that, right? What? They they want to see complete fighters now. They're matching you up against fighters that are the opposite skill set of you and seeing if you can match them. It's happening. Mm-hmm. This is what they're doing here. They're trying to see, hey, Jillian, can you match a girl that probably can match you in the wrestling and can you outstrike her and can you out her? And I don't know if she can. So, And then Daniel says something. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I, that was a bad stoppage. Um, All right, let's go to the next fight here. Again, using the Wikipedia order. Okay, Medeskis-Pakowskis against Michael Lexiak. It's an interesting fight. Um in the light heavyweight division here, Marcel. Uh, right now we got Alexiak's a small favorite here. He's about minus 150, minus 160. And then Bukowskis, plus 130, underdog. Uh, give me your thoughts on this one. Take your time, man. I mean, I think we're going a little bit too fast, to be honest with you. I didn't notice. It's only been eight minutes. I mean, there's only 10 fights in the court. So just, yeah, take your time with this one. But uh, Bukowskis and Alexiak.
1: So you want me to take my time?
0: Okay. Yeah, take your time. We have a lot of time. We have 50 minutes left. so.
1: Let me get my Usman voice here. Modestas Bukowskis, an amazing fighter from England. Sorry, man, I'm just kidding with you. Man. you don't, don't give me such a serious face. Um, light heavyweight fighter uh, from England. He is. Uh, he's actually from Lithuania, right? Um, he had a good uh, UFC debut against Andreas Mikalidis, which which had a weird uh, thing with on the on the cage. You remember that? You know what? Reference. What do you think? What do you think of that stoppage? Because like. They they opened the door and he fell out of it, right? Yeah, weird as fuck, man. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, he he fell behind and somebody left the door open and then the ref was, uh, it's it's over. It was really weird. Um, But, yeah, I mean, uh, his second fight against Jimmy Crude, I think he was outmatched there. I think Jimmy Crude was just a level above him at this moment of time. Um, For the UFC, Luke Gooden Cage Warriors, man. uh, I actually... Uh, I really liked him in case where he was a champ over there and also a defending champ, so he, I think he did very well, I watched his fights over there, uh, really good fighter overall. Mikal um lost his last two fights, also a loss against Jimmy Crude, uh, OSP lost by Van Vluchuk, I, I still don't know how people keep getting caught with that, I have no idea, but... Uh, uh, the, the thing is, this is a good matchup, I think, for Modestas. You know, I, I think it's also for Mik- Mikhail Oleksyuk. A good matchup because uh, both guys are pretty equal to each other if it comes to it comes to uh, how they fight. I think. Um, I think if Modestas can uh, make sure he, he not get knocked out in the first round, he will probably get the decision here. I think he has, he has uh, better cardio over Oleksyuk. Uh, and Oleksiychuk uh, always goes for for the for the quick finish, man. Um, mm-hmm. Besides his fight against Khalil Roundtree, where both were heavily gassed, He won that fight, but it uh, was uh, overturned to no contest. Uh, I'm taking Modestas Bukowskos by a unanimous decision after three rounds. Wow. Yeah. You know what?
0: Um, this is definitely an interesting fight. Uh, both guys are, are talented, no doubt about it. You know, Alexiak, I think he probably is the better overall striker. To be honest with you, like. He has really good hands. There's no doubt about it. We've seen that a few times in the UFC. He goes to the body, goes to the head. He's got nasty hands. But the thing is, man, he only has five minutes of cardio. He's going to gas out if he doesn't. And, man, Valerie, I just said the same thing. I, me and her, we got it going together. So she's right. I mean, her, his hands are good, but the cardio is terrible. And we saw that in the last fight against OSP. He gassed out hard and got submitted with the flu. And, and uh Marcel's still confused how that happened. But, uh, you know, like, I just think the cardio is a huge issue with this guy. But he's talented, man. We saw that uh, the Khalil Round 2 fight. He was juiced up, though, for that fight. I will say that he was juiced up. He missed a few years after that. But, you know, coming off two straight losses here, Marcel, he hasn't fought in a year either. Um, I looked at his Instagram. He looked he looked good in his pictures. But I still feel like he's a little bit undersized, to be honest with you, for a light heavyweight. Modescus um, is a bigger guy here. He does have um, three or more inches in height and four or four inches in reach as well um uh, is a pretty good striker as well um and yeah i agree daniel exactly uh is good striker uh great takedown defense we've seen that he's got and he does have those downward elbows right against the fence he's knocked a few guys out with those he's nasty so this fight's gonna i think play on the feet honestly yeah i'm with you completely i was about to say the same thing this is a great spot for under 2.5 where the fight does not go the distance i don't think this fight goes the distance guys someone's getting finished i think in the first round see Marcel, honestly, if you watch Pukowski's fight, like I don't think when is he when was the last time he gone the distance? It's been years. Like he doesn't go the distance. He his fights end inside the And same with Alexiak. This is more about Alexiak's cardio just being really bad. Um he couldn't get the first round knockout though. So I don't know. I, I'm you know what? I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Pukowski's as well, actually. Um, Marcel, I'm with you on this one too. There we go. I like uh, I like him here um because of those physical factors. I still feel like Michael's a little bit small for his division. But he couldn't get that knockout. So I'm looking at the under as well. Um, Haven't made any bets. I'll I'll tell you guys. Well, that'll be on Friday um, with the Elite Podcast with Duke. But right now, you know, that's something I'm definitely looking at. I'll say that. That's for sure. Uh, I think there's going to be a finish in this fight. But I'm with Parcell for a pick. I'm going to actually lean towards the underdog a little bit here, Medeskis Bukowskis. Um, Let's go to the next fight here. Interesting fight. Jared Gooden against Abubakar Nurmagomedov. Uh, the Bubakar minus minus uh, two twenty-five, Marcel. He's a pretty big favorite, actually. Like this card has a lot of really closely aligned uh, fights, guys, which I love. I prefer fights that are like pick 'em fights. I like breaking down those fights more because you have to just m- make a good pick, right? And this fight is one of the ones that have lopsided odds. But I got to be honest with you, man. Like, <laughs> how could you trust this guy at minus two twenty-five? I don't. I don't think you can. Jared Gooden at plus one ninety. Like, I'm-, I'm assuming you're picking a bubakar, but like, do you think Gooden has a chance here? Give me your thoughts on this fight, Marcel.
1: Man, by the way, I just see Olivier aubert Maché is out of the PFL tournament and he will be replaced by Roche Manfio, which kind of sucks. I was really looking forward to see OAM uh, in, in the tournament, but I know, sorry, I keep I have to keep it on topic. That's okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, we have enough time. You yeah, Kenny <laughs> with, I was going to do news at the end, actually, but
0: yeah, Kenny Florian signed with PFL today to be a commentator, not to fight. That's yeah, good, man. Yeah, I'm happy, but you know, he's good. He's good. Just hopefully he doesn't yeah. plagiarize again. Remember that <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. Give me your thoughts on this fight, though, Marcel Abubakar is a is a decent sized favorite against Goodman.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little bit too much. You know, if I, if you see uh, Abubakar in in his uh, UFC debut against David Zawada, he got he got tapped by a triangle choke. Which I called, I called Zavada winning. The, one of my best, my best calls in 2019. But it was an awful year for me, so I was pretty <laughs> proud of that. Um, so before that, he fought in PFL, right? Uh, he didn't win the tournament. He, he, I remember he got upset by by Pavel Kush, right, in the beginning yeah. of the, the tournament. Many people had him winning, and uh, he got also tapped there. So. Um, it's hard, you know, because Jared Gooden, he's hes an okay fighter. But, I mean, he lost to Alan Juban in a fun fight, I think. Ah, oh, man, it's such a hard fight to pick. It's its really closer than many people mm-hmm. will probably think. But I would go with Nurmagomedov, but I'm threatened. absolutely not sure with this pick. Let me be honest here. I, I'll go with him. Let's say I'm going with split decision. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. It's a close one, huh?
0: You know, the yeah. joban fight could have been a split decision. It was unanimous, but that was a super close fight. Yeah. All right, so my like, here's the thing you know, I really want to go with Gooden, right? I really want to because the odds are great, plus 190. And I think he definitely has a puncher's chance. Like, if the fight stays on the feet, he's the better striker, in my opinion, for sure. Mm-hmm. But his takedown defense is just not great. Um, I watched a lot of his fights, guys. I watched all of his fights like at NFC. I was watching that stuff just to see how his takedown defense is. And even if in some of his wins, he got taken down, my guys are just not great. Um, you know, generally, you know, he's performed well in the regional scene, but man, the competition has not been really great for Gooden. Um, he's got good power though. We've seen that and he's explosive, man. He had like a flying knee. I saw in one fight, he was, I think he was losing the fight, came back with a flying knee. So he's got power. There's no doubt about it. Here's the thing about uh, Nurmagomedov. He's flaky guys. Don't bet on this guy. No way. You can't. Marcel, this guy, if you had bet him in a first Kush, he was a huge favorite. It was one of the biggest upsets of all time. Literally, one of, one of the biggest ever. Uh, the closing odds, minus 1,600, he lost that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I remember. That was a huge upset against Kush. Um, how could you trust this guy? And then he lost against the water, and he was a favorite there as well. He was uh, minus 335. And, and against Vlickovich, um, that fight was a draw, Marcel. He was a huge favorite, too. This guy is not – guys, he's not Khabib Nurmagomedov. He's not Umar Nurmagomedov. He's Abubakar Nurmagomedov, and he's really not that great, I don't think. He's got decent wrestling and I believe it will be enough for him to win the fight ultimately, but I would not bet on him here. Um, I'm going to pick him by decision two, Marcel. That is plus money, though. I did notice that that prop is plus money. I, I think that's how he wins this fight, guys, because Gooden's got really good takedown def- – uh, not takedown defense. It's not great, but he's, like – he's not bad at, like, defending submissions and stuff, so he probably goes a distance. Um, that's what I'm thinking here. But, you know, that's if if uh, Mark have wins. Otherwise, you know, he's – He's right. I mean, good inside the distance. That would be how he would win this fight. He would knock out, I believe, uh, maybe tap him out. He does have some submission wins too. He's not great. He's more of a guy that you'd like, hurt you on the feet and then he would submit you. Um, good inside distance plus 450. I mean, listen, if you're on the, there's going to be a lot of people going on good in here at plus 190. I'll tell you where, or or 200 is going to be probably soon. A lot of people take them. I just don't think the takedown defense defenses there, guys. So I'm staying away from this one probably Marcel. Um, and uh, Valerie's saying, yeah, the damage. I mean, listen, like, it could be a close fight, too. Like, no doubt about it. You know, if he if his takedown defense is on point, he's going to make it a very, very close fight. I do think he has a striking advantage. But overall, I just don't think he can stop the takedowns, guys. Even though I don't think Abubakar is amazing with them, I think it's probably going to be enough against Gooden. Like, if you watch the Michael Graves fight, he got wrestled by that guy, and he's smaller than him, right? So that's concerning to me. Um, so I, I guess we're... You know, uh, well, we did have, did you, did you pick as or Barrio in the first fight? Did you switch your pick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it, man. I okay, don't know he yet. He hasn't made his final. You have till I think Friday anyways for the staff picks. Yeah. Um, but every, you know, other ones we seem to agree on. What about this fight though? I mean, this is another interesting fight that I know Valerie's in the chat. Give me your thoughts on this one, Valerie. The women's strawweight boat. Jessica Penny making her comeback after a four year layoff. Marcel. You, you saw the issues taking on Hannah Goldie's uh, coming back after almost a two year layoff. Um, She's also dropping down, back down to 115. Her last time was at 125. That's worth noting. Right now, the odds are close for this one. It's it's almost a pick 'em. Goldie's minus 120, and the Penny 100. What's your thoughts on this one, man? It's a former uh, victa champion taking on a young prospect here. What do you think?
1: I mean Jessica Penis last win is against Random Marcos, a split decision at the ultimate fighter finale, man. And that was Random Marcos debut. And Penny's debut. That's crazy how long that how long ago that is. Um I think it was still in school back then. I have no idea. But that's a long time ago. Um she only fought three times. She had a lot of problems with USADA and with injuries, right? Uh, Hannah Goldie, only one fight so far in UFC, 2019. Also, some time, some time ago. Uh, came from the Contender Series. Didn't got signed, but got signed right after. Um, man, I mean, this is a very hard fight to pick. And that's simply because I don't think Hannah Goldie is that great. But I also think Jessica Pan is that great anymore. But... Then I go with youth, and I think I go with Hannah Goldie, a decision here. But, man, uh, such a hard fight to pick. You know what, man? I, I, I agree with you on this one, too. Um,
0: I like Goldie, too, guys, in this fight. You know, it's <laughs> you guys know I always bet against old I love betting against old fighters. I love it. She's 38 years old hasn't fought in four years. This is a great spot to bet against Jessica Penny at minus 120. It's a great spot, I think. I'm not saying Hannah Goldie's amazing by any means. She's, she's not. She's going to lose to a lot of fighters in the UFC, but – I think she beats this version of Jessica Penny. I don't think she's going to have much. I know. Listen, I know she's training online. She's training with Angela Hill. I get that. She hasn't fought in four years, and she looked terrible in the last couple of fights. She has no wrestling either. That's the thing. Like I was thinking, like maybe she can out grappler unless she's really worked on her wrestling the last four years. She's going to have a struggle taking out Goldie. Goldie's extremely physically strong. Like she looks like a, a little tank, Marcel. She's jacked, man. She's super strong. So even if Penny gets in the clinch. I don't think she's going to be able to take this girl down. And I'm not saying this girl's striking is good at all. But you know what, man? Like, I don't think Penny has any striking whatsoever. She She's only good, really, on the ground if she gets it there. That's the only place she's – that's how she beat Marcos. But Marcos wants to go to the ground with you, right? Like, she wa- she's a grappler too. So the last few girls that fought her, Daniel Taylor, this is like a very similar fight, man. Daniel Taylor is just able to be faster and just move around. You know what? Listen, I know Goldie looked – pretty bad in uh, that last fight in the UFC against Granger, but that was up a weight class, and Miranda Granger was a really good prospect, and she has lost a few fights, but one of them was to Amanda Lemos, who's really good, and the other fight was to, to Yoder, who she should have beaten, but I don't think that's a bad loss, and she does have a win over Jillian Robertson. She looked great in that fight, and that fight is also similar to this fight, guys. Again, watching that fight, Jillian had no, she had no takedown ability whatsoever. Um, Goldie stuffed every takedown. Listen, I know Robbins did take her down a few times, but she, get, she got up every time. That's the only, like, real thing I could see uh, Penny winning because I know she has the reach advantage. She doesn't use it, though. She's got, like, she doesn't really have much of the feet, no power. Uh, I'm not saying is either. But, yeah, I think this fight goes a distance. I'll say that, you know. Go a distance. That's minus 330. I mean, minus 260 Go the distance. That's not terrible, honestly. I don't see a finish in this fight, personally. But, yeah, I, I like uh, – I'm leaning towards Goldie here. I mean, minus 120 is not bad. Straight wager. Wouldn't wager Goldie. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's – uh it's a, it's not an easy fight to call, but I I did as much research as I could in both fighters. I watched as many fights as I could on both of them, and I, I do like Goldie a little bit in this fight. But again, you know, there's a lot of concerns too. For I haven't made any bets yet by any means, but uh, I lean towards her. I mean, guys, you you know I bet against these these old fighters, like these old WEC Invicta fighters that were a good ten years ago. So I love betting against them. And you know, in her case, I think she fought at Bellator one. I believe she was on the first Bellator card, so she's been around forever, man. I can't trust her. 38 years old, hasn't fought in four years, Marcel. That's a spot I bet against every single time. Even if it's Anna Goldie, I think. I haven't made a bet yet, but I'm considering it. I'm not gonna lie. We'll see. Penny fought for the title three fights. Ago. Yeah. And you know, she got smashed in that fight with Joanna, man. And I know it's Joanna, but and Andrage smashed her to Taylor a boxer. Yeah. I mean, she just doesn't have anything on the feet, I don't think. Um Adam, this and Victor won. You mean? Victor one, yeah, but no, she fought Bellator. Hmm. Dude, look at her, look at the record. Yeah, but not not Bellator one, I think. Bellator five, Bellator five. I mean, it's still first season though. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like she's, yeah, she's been around forever though. I mean, that's the point. You know, like she's an old veteran. I love betting against these fighters, and I don't think Goldie's a great fighter, but this is just a spot where I, I it's it's a ten year age gap, right? I love that. So it's almost an automatic for me. Um, let's go to the next fight here. This is another close. I mean, this one's actually a pick. I think. Yeah, minus one ten each. Whoa, Marcel, yeah. give me your thoughts on this one. I mean, a lot of people are having trouble picking it. I kind of have a lean towards one guy. What are your thoughts on this one? Lonzo Menefield, William Knight,
1: guys, minus 110 each. Uh, give me your thoughts on this one, guys. Yeah, this is actually a horrible fight to pick, to be honest, man. I think it's very equal to... Um, Manifield goes always for the quick knockout. Uh, and if he doesn't get it, he kind of runs out of gas, man. Uh, and that, that's a big problem for him in the UFC so far. We saw it in the Devin Clark fight. We saw it in the St. Proof fight. Pretty much in every fight he lost in the UFC, he ran out of gas after the first round. and uh, uh, Because he had Devin Clark hurt, man, in the first round. But Devin Clark turned it around and uh, he hurt him and uh, he he got he got him and same for osp william Knight, um i remember him fighting um what's that uh Heard of alchberg uh two seasons ago in the contender series and uh mm-hmm. he won in the third round so they gave him that that uh how do you say that that that, that contract that uh how, how do you say uh, that developmental well? development developmental deal yeah yeah, yeah exactly um he won three. Uh, he fought three times outside the UFC. Then lost the one against Tafon and Chukwi uh, at the CFFC. Came back at Dana Series. Actually, didn't look good in the first uh, first round against Cody Brundes, but turned it around and uh, won the first round. Uh, then defeat Alexa Kymur wasn't a great fight in my opinion, but he showed he could he can win over three rounds, which Alonzo Manfred hasn't shown me yet. So the most uh, how do you say that the, the most common pick probably is to go with William Knight here because Alonso Manifield only has one round to win it probably. So I would go with uh, William Knight, maybe by a TKO in the second round.
0: Yeah, well, wow. yeah, I mean, I actually kind of lean the same way in this one too, Marcel. It seems like we have, uh, we're on the same page with all these fights. Um, I think he's got a big advantage in the grappling in this fight, guys. Alonzo uh, Manifield's grappling is not great. We saw that against Devin Clark, really struggled in the clinch. Um, that's, a, that's a place where Knight, could do some damage. He's a little bit small for this division. I will say that. you know Maybe he could somehow get to, to the 185. So, Medifield might be a little bigger. But you hit the nail on the head, Marcel. He has five minutes of cardio. He could get a first-round knockout. I mean, that's why the, the line's close like this, right? Like It wouldn't surprise me if Medifield went out there and knocked him out, obviously. Medifield's a beast, man. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. He knocked out Paul Craig. Great win. Um, but he's struggled in the last few fights, guys. Like, and I picked against him an OSP fight. OSP was an underdog in that one. I picked OSP, and he knocked him out. And I was surprised he got knocked out. I thought OSP would like kind of maybe submit him or something or grind him out. He Knocked him out. So that concerned me, too. And he looked like he was really tired in the second round when he got KO'd. So, yeah, I'm with you, Marcel. I, th- I think you're right. You know, Knight has good cardio, guys. It's really good. Um, we saw that against the Allen back guy, right, Marcel? He was losing that fight. Yeah. Marcel came back with, like, 20 seconds left in the third round. Uh, it was really impressive. And you know what? The Nachukui fight, actually, that, that stoppage is a little iffy. You know, I watched the fight again. It's a little iffy, guys. So, you know, this guy's pretty good. I mean, he's not an amazing fighter by any means. I don't think he's going to be, like, a champion of five by any means. But, you know, I think maybe these guys are fighting for their job. And, you know, it should be a pretty good scrap. Um, it's tough. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're saying Nako I don't know. Because he, he won the decision against Alexa Kamer. And that's the fight where I, I thought he looked really good in, by the way, uh, with the wrestling, Marcel. He looked very good in that fight. And that's where I think he'll have the advantage in this fight, too. If He just grinds Metafield against the fence like Clark did, takes him to the ground. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But uh, you look at the odds, guys. It's, it's pick him because Metafield can knock him out in the first round and the odds on Metafield by KO are plus 150. If you like – look at this. Manifield first round knockout plus 350. If that's what you like, take that, I think, because I don't think he would win outside the first round. I don't think he ever has. Um, but he is super dangerous. Like. He's one of those guys, like, even though I think Knight's the, the better fighter, Marcel, uh, the fight with Deshaun Boat, right? This guy can literally walk across ca- the fence, ca- across the cage, punch you once, and knock you out. And that's where he yeah. did in that fight. So even though Knight's the better fighter, he could still lose this fight because this guy has that kind of power. But I think he's the better mixed martial artist, guys. So I'm going to go with William Knight here. Um, I was thinking a decision, but I think Marcel might be, might be about maybe a TKO, actually, just because Menfield's probably going to get tired, right? That's plus 175. I don't like the odds on that, really. I wouldn't even touch the, those props, unless you took Manifield first on Naka, maybe. Or uh, what's night in the... Is anyone there? Uh, can you guys... Type in the chat if Anyone's here? Feels like I just got cut out. What happened here? Marcel, hilarious. Uh, we got cut out. What happened there? I don't know what happened. You got cut out.
1: Uh, no, I, I, it's for the uh, the screen freeze for me. So I I leave and I, I came back. Sorry. Okay, not... no worries. I got cut out too, though. I don't know what
0: happened. Sorry about that, guys. I apologize. This is tech, tech technology issues. But I was saying, uh, (laughs) did you hear me say Knight by third round knockout? I was looking at me plus a thousand, like maybe. Um, Great, yeah, great, 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 great. Sorry about that, guys. No idea what happened there. Um, Over one point five, yeah, that's another one I'm looking at actually, because I think Knight maybe can just grind on him, right? What's the odds on that? One minus one forty five. It's tough. Something to think about. Yeah, (laughs) don't blame Marcel. Yeah, I know. I thought it was me too. Um, All right, next fight here. All right, that's it for the prelims. I mean, we, right now we have uh, six fights.
1: What was the other fight that they were saying? Berchak and Morales? Would that be the fight then? I think. I think it's still. Uh, I think Morales is still fighting Young, but Young tested negative yesterday, so he's still in the running to fight Morales. But maybe Burchak is something like a backup. But it, it would be weird, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it's like one. It's one fifty-five or one forty-five. Now I don't know. So. Yep. I don't know. You, you want to break down Morales against Young? I don't. I don't mind if you want to. I didn't.
0: I didn't watch the tape on it, man. I didn't. I can't. Okay. I no I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, no I'm gonna
1: save it for Thursday. I don't even want to give
0: a pick because I didn't for break sure. it down. No problem. I'll save okay. it for Thursday when AJ comes on with me. And because uh, again, I really have no idea. Um, it's not even listed, really. All right. Let's go to the. Right. Well, let's take the other guy here. This fight, I was a little concerned might get scratched to the Jamie Malarkey fight, but this looks like it's still on against uh, Kama Worthy. From the main card, Marcel. And again, they said on the on the, uh, the last show they were adding a fight to the main card, right? Like, so we're, we're still waiting on that fight. But is yeah, it coming? bump <laughs> one up. That's exactly what they're going to do. They said we're adding another fight. Yeah, right. Okay. But we do have this fight. And uh, this one looks like it's going to be good to go. Jamie Malarkey against Common Worthy in Lightweight Division. Man, these odds are really close. You know, Common Worthy open, I think, is it? Yeah, you open it at minus 190. and Right now, it's basically uh, close to a pick'em. We have Worthy minus
1: 120 now. Wow, the odds are really dropping. And Malarkey plus 100. What do you think about this one, man? Dude, the funny thing is Jamie Malarkey looks 34 and he is 24. And Kamal Worthy looks 24 and he's 34. But, (laughs) um, no disrespect to Malarkey, by the way. Um, Yeah, I mean, Malarkey, he had two fights so far in the UFC. Uh, I I like his fight against Brett Rodell. I think it was also a fight of the night. It was a fun fight to watch. Riddell was just a little bit better and deservedly won. But he... I say just say it like this. It he got robbed in the second fight, man. I think he clearly won the fight against Yam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um should be one on one in the UFC. Uh, has look has looked pretty decent so far, man. In the UFC, he's, he he wrestled a lot against Yam, and uh, he didn't get the, uh, how do you say that? Uh, he didn't get credits for that, I think. Um, Kamal uh, very good debut on very short notice against Devante Smith, which was one of the biggest upsets of 2019, I think. I think uh, Smith was a huge favorite in that one. Mm -hmm. Um, was MMA DNA's debut of the year, by the way. Hey, gotta give some uh, (laughs) that was like the upset Um, of the year, man. That was a huge upset. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, then he went against Luis Pena in a fight where he was uh, 0 2 going into the third round. So, um, Last for lost to open, as I thought pretty quick. Uh it's difficult, man. If if Kama lands, he can knock out Malaki. But if he doesn't land and he gets smothered with uh, with the ground game of Malaki, he's in big trouble. And I think that's gonna happen. I think Malaki's gonna play it safe. He's 0-2 in the UFC. He's gonna play the smart. You're gonna take him down and you're gonna grind him out for three rounds. Yeah, this was a good fight. I mean,
0: the odds are close. Worthy open is, like I said, pretty decent favorite, but people seem to be liking Malarkey. I, I'll be honest. I think the odds makers open it maybe a little bit too high too. Um, I think it's a very close fight. I'm leaning towards Malarkey too, though, because I think he's got the better grappling. So I'm with you on this one too. Okay. Um, but Worthy's got decent grappling. It's not terrible. Like his takedown defense is not great, but he is able to like sweep you and get on top of you. Um, and he does have that nasty choke we saw in the last fight. So he can actually finish you on the ground too. He's dangerous, but I just think Malarkey's shown a lot on the ground in his, all of his fights, to be honest with you. Like, I watched all his fights in that brace promotion, I think it's called, in Australia. They're on Fight Pass. I watched all of them. Every single fight, he goes right into the clinch and takes you to the ground. That's exactly what he does every fight, Marcel, except for the Brad Redelt fight where he couldn't take him down, and yeah. uh, he got boxed up. But you know what? Here's what I took from that fight. That fight, by the way, is an incredible fight. Amazing fight. Yeah. He has a great chin, man. Like, he took some bombs in that fight. He's got a way better chin than Kama Worthy. I don't think Worthy can finish him, to be honest with you, with punches. I know Worthy's got power. I know he does, but I think that Malarkey would have the better chin. And to be honest with you, Malarkey landed some really good shots on Brad Riddell, too, in that fight. And you know what? Look at me. lockout losses Worthy has, right? He's got a lot of them. I wouldn't be completely shocked if Malarkey actually KO'd Worthy. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, I wouldn't be surprised either way if someone got finished in this fight. But at the same time, I'm kind of with you in that he probably just grinds it out, you know, plays it safe. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. But this is definitely an interesting fight. And uh, like I said, Worthy's got the power. We saw the submissions too, man. Like he's a dangerous guy. He's a good fighter. He deserves to be in the UFC for sure. Um, it's just kind of a not a great match. I don't think because Marky does have that great ground game. And and that fight with ZM, come on, man, that's such a bad decision by the judges. I can't believe it was unanimous too. I was very surprised. Like in the third round, right? Like he definitely won that round. Um, so he should be one in one. I'm with him with Barcel in that one too. All right. Well, with this fight, Mars. So let's, let's see. We, we, we've been on the page of most of the fights so far, maybe yeah. just the first one. That's it. That's nice to have a little bit of difference. I like that. But uh, this fight, well, this one, man, Sean O'Malley making his comeback after an ankle injury or whatever against um, Cheeto Vera against Thomas Almeida here, who's also coming back after the loss to Jonathan Martinez's last fight. Uh, Sean O'Malley is a huge favorite, man. Minus 320 and plus 270, actually, on uh, Almeida. What do you think about this one, man? you trust on now that here is a big favorite, or you think Almeida can maybe pull it off as an underdog?
1: Hey, Dana, Mick, Sean, we're seeing what you're doing here. We're seeing it. You know? Uh, Thomas Almeida had a lot of hype when he was in the UFC before his Cody fight. He was going to be the next big thing, remember? And uh, he got knocked out by Cody. And after that, he has never been returned the same. You know? Uh, he won against Albert Morales, but he lost three straight after that. I know it was against good opponents, but, I mean... If a future title contender, you should be winning against Jonathan Martinez. And he got pretty much Jonathan Martinez. He had had nothing on Jonathan Martinez, man. So uh, Sean O'Malley, we know he got knockout power. Uh, We also know that his ground game isn't as great, I think. Uh, We haven't seen a lot of it, but I don't think it's that great what I've seen so far. Um, He lost to Marlon Vera the last fight. Before that, he won against Quinones and Wineland. Those were fights I expected him to win, to be honest. Um, Yeah, the thing is, I really think the UFC thinks that Almeida isn't the same guy anymore that he was, and that he is a great name to have on the record for Sean O'Malley, and that's why they made this fight. Is Almeida still? Is Almeida not the same guy anymore? He's definitely not the same guy anymore, man. I mean, after three more, after four more fights, I only saw him win against Albert Morales, and all the other three fights where he fought against promising contenders, good fighters. He didn't show it at all. He didn't show, show it against Jimmy Rivera. He didn't do it against Rob Font, and he definitely didn't do it in his last fight. So. It's pretty clear to me that Sean O'Malley is going to win. I don't know how he's going to win, but he's going to win this fight. And UFC wants him to win this fight. It's pretty obvious, man. That's <laughs> why they made this fight. Mm-hmm. They they did, but that doesn't mean he's going to win. You
0: know, just because... Oh, that's, they, true. that's true. Yeah, just because they... That's what... People are way too into But that he's going to win. He's going to win. I'm I'm with you, Marcel, on that. And maybe in this particular fight, we'll talk, I'll talk about it in a second. But, you know... In general, I'm not saying your – I think your breakdown was good, but I think in general when I hear that from people when they're breaking down a fight and being like, well, UFC wants this guy to win, so he's going to win. That's a really lazy way to break down a fight, you know? Oh, I do don't, I don't, I, Yeah, that's really lazy. I'm not saying you did it all because I do agree with you on this fight. It's pretty obvious i you doing. I don't say I did it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not at all. I heard some I'm other guys kidding, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I just, I just don't – I don't like – I don't agree with that. Um, You know, this fight, I think it's honestly a little bit scary, man, you know, because – I'm worried about this guy's injuries, man. He's get, he gets hurt in his fights. Like, he got hurt against Cheeto, The André Sukumta fight, Marcel, he hurt himself in that fight too. That fight, he didn't look that good in that fight, by the way. Like, if he had
1: – if Sukumta had better fight IQ, man, that have... that, was, that was crazy, man. I remember Rashad Evans in the in, – in the, uh, how do you say that? Not in the booth, but uh, in the studio. He was yeah, like, yeah. man, André, man. Man, dude, he's like you could have won this fight easily in the third yeah. round. What did you do? <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Like,
0: O'Malley's like he's listen, he dusts guys that like are not good at his level. Like Quinone, like Tico Quinones is not a good fighter, Marcel. I'm sorry, right? Eddie Wyland is an aging fighter, you know. Like these are guys that he can get like they UFC booked him to win, and he did because he's fighting guys that are older and just like they're chinny too, right? Almeida is chinny, and that's the concern here because he is chinny, but I got to be honest, these odds are kind of nuts, man. I just don't trust this guy at all, guys. After that last fight, don't get me wrong. He's a good fighter. He's a good prospect. Um, but even, you know, like, I don't know. Like, these odds just seem a little off to me. Plus 270. Uh-
1: I keep saying it, man. These odds are many times also formed on popularity of a fighter, man. Absolutely. This, oh, this is mean, the perfect case, 100 yeah. percent Yes. What, what about Kevin Hall and Derek Brunson? Same case to me as well, you know, yeah. a little bit less than this one, but same case. And I agree with that too. Th- there was another one I don't know anymore. Also recently. I yeah. mean No, I, I'm with you the, on that. I'm, I'm, yeah. Angela Hill, Ashley Oder. Yeah. Oter. Mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. No, I'm with you on that completely. I mean,
0: the the pipe and the hype. You have to fade the hype and you have to see the hype, right? I'm yeah. with you on the Holland fight. I mean, I think I said I, I capped it as a pick. I might just lean towards Holland. It was obviously a terrible pick, yeah. but you know, I I never I didn't bet on him in my I was like, there's no way he's he's a big I'm a favorite. I just, you know, listen, O'Malley's a public darling, right? Like you look at his odds, he's typically a big favorite. But he, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't know, guys. I just I'm a little concerned he might get hurt or something again. He probably does knock Almeida out, but I don't know, man. These odds plus two seventy on Thomas Almeida, guys. He's a good striker. He's got power. Just the chin. It's tough. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, I know. It's tough because of the chin. And I agree. And he's, he's getting slower too. I might look great until his leg gave out. Yeah, I agree. But isn't that concerning to people? Like that a guy that you're betting on has been hurt in numerous fights, like injured in fights. It's it, I don't know if that was really a fluke. Maybe he just has like some injury problem with his legs or ankles or whatever. If you're going to lay the minus 320 on him, wouldn't you Wouldn't you be a little bit afraid? I, I am. So I, I don't I don't know. I mean he probably does win this fight, but um what are you thinking of knockout or a decision? Like either way. Yeah,
1: knockout, man.
0: Knockout. Yeah, that's I, what I'm thinking think too. Knockout. And
1: TKO maybe, this, not maybe a
0: KO but a TKO. Yeah, and the fight doesn't go the distance, about two to one. I don't think it probably goes the three rounds either. Um and Almeida, if he did win, how do you how would you think he would win? Would it be a decision or a knockout if Almeida? He can, won? Knock,
1: him, he can knock him out as well. Don't yeah. get me wrong, man. If he if he yep. if he really touches him hard, I mean your knockout power isn't lost after like five, five or four fights without a big win, you know. It's yep. not gone. But your his chin is kind of gone to me, you know, and that's a big problem here. If his chin wasn't gone, if he still had that. I would have might have taken a gamble on Almeida here, you know? But I don't think the odds would have been that big if he had won against Jonathan Martinez, for example. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, uh, yep. Yeah, but that that is also, uh, if he won against Jonathan Martinez, maybe the UFC didn't make this fight against Sean O'Malley. Who knows? Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, ultimately, uh, man... sorry, yeah, I with my, uh with my uh, uh, tinfoil hat on, but
1: uh, hey, it is what it is, you know?
0: Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, listen, O'Malley's got good movement. We know that. And his striking is really good. He probably does win this fight. I just, I'm a little concerned. I don't think I can play him. I don't think I can play him. Uh, Now, what about this next fight? The co-main event, Marcel. Vicente Luque, minus 260. Tyler Woodley, plus 220. So is a pretty big favorite. You know, generally he's not a guy that's a massive favorite. Like he's a guy that's kind of a mixed bag. Um, But this is a step up for him. And a step down for
1: Woodley. So I'm curious your thoughts on this fight here, I'll Give me your thoughts on this one. I'm pretty outspoken on this one, actually. Okay. Um, so Tyrone Woodley has lost three fights in a row. Absolutely got, I don't want to say destroyed, but absolutely got dismantled in all three fights. He had no chance against Usman, against Burns, against Covington, which are the top three in the division, you know. Uh, Vicente Luque, um, he he did great in his last two fights. He, he stopped Nico Price. He stopped Randy Brown. But he lost to Stephen Thompson, you know, before. He also has a loss against Leon Edwards, and he has a loss in the UFC against Mike Grace, but that was his debut. But every time he gets a step up in competition, and a good step up in competition, he doesn't show it to me, you know. And Tyron Woodley hasn't looked the same lately, but if you look at the fighters he lost to, he lost to Kamaru Usman, he lost to Gilbert Burns, he lost to Colby Covington. If you put Vicente Luke against Colby Covington, Colby Covington is going to win. If you put Vicente mm-hmm. Luke against Usman, Usman's going to win. And he won't fight Burns because those are boys. So um, that said, I don't think he should be that big of a favorite. I understand it because How Woodley Lugan's last three fight is pretty awful. But man, Woodley has still the wrestling. And if Woodley can find a switchback, and I hope he can find that switchback because the good Woodley is a great fighter for the, for the welterweight division. You know? Um Luca can knock him out. I think he can. Is he gonna do it? No. I would favor Woodley in this fight via decision by wrestling. And I understand that Luca's ground game is good as well, but I expect Woodley to come back, man. Three losses in a row. He knows this is do or die for him. If he loses this fight, maybe the UFC even cut him. I, I wouldn't be surprised, mm-hmm. you know, because Dana Dana doesn't like him. That's a that's a public uh not a public secret or something or whatever. You know, everybody knows that. Uh, Dana wasn't fond of Wootley and Askren. So uh, when he can kick him out, he will probably do when he loses four in a row. And I think Wootley has a pretty pretty good paycheck in the UFC. So um, I'm going with Wootley in this one. He knows it's it's time to to turn it around. Uh, decision win for uh, T. Wood. Mm, interesting.
0: I got to be honest, man. I really wanted to take him here. Like, I, that was my first thought. I'm like, man, these odds are crazy. These These odds don't make sense. But, you know, Woodley is just not the same guy. He really isn't. Like, I wanted to see something, but I saw nothing in any of those fights. Got out struck, got out wrestled, got out cardioed, backed up the whole time. He's did it throughout his career. He still has a lethal right hand, man. Like, that's his best weapon, It's his right hand. He's knocked out a lot of guys. Josh Koscheck, win, watching that one back. Wow, it was fun. Great knockout. Um, Don Young Kim, uh, Robbie Lawler. So his right hand is it's still incredible, right? And, Luque, you know, he hasn't been knocked out yet, but he's been touched up a lot in his fight.
1: What, you are going to say something, Marcel? I want to say, I want to counter you with one thing. Um, if Vicente Luca had the last three fights that Woodley had, what would be his record? Pro- I don't know. I mean, probably 0-3, I would guess. But here's the thing. Yeah. That's what we
0: got to talk about, though. So those are wrestlers, right? And, you know, you think Woodley's a wrestler, but, man, he doesn't use his wrestling, really, guys. That's the thing. I wanted to see it, but he doesn't. But, by the way, the, the right hand also knocked down Till when he finished him. That was a great win. Just completely destroyed. Till didn't land a single strike in that fight. Yeah. You can believe it. But for me, Woodley, man, like, outside the right hand, he doesn't really wrestle. He only averages one takedown for 15 minutes. Like, exactly. He doesn't. He doesn't. That's what the problem is. That's the problem or so. So, yeah, he does back, on, back to your I, basics, bro. It could be. I mean, if he wants to stay in the UFC, he needs to win this fight. I think he'll be cut, too. I agree with you completely. I can see that. I'm actually thinking I'm going to write the headline next week. Tyron Woodley released from UFC. I'm pretty sure I'm going to write this article next week because I don't think he wins this fight, man. Vicente Luque is a savage. He goes in there to kill you. He's a beast, Marcel. He's way better at striking overall. Better kicks, better better overall striking outside of pure power, which Woodley, I think, does have on him. I would give him that. Um, But I think his power is great. His, His submissions are good, too. And I think his wrestling is actually decent now. I mean, it's something that's, That's what I was really looking for, to watch the takedown defense. It looks pretty good, and he's pretty good in the clinch too. And Again, Willie doesn't really shoot. Would it completely shock me if Willie won? It wouldn't completely shock me, Marcel, because this is a spot where, you know, that's what Daniel's saying, if Junior Frey maybe holds on to win. Yeah, we've seen that a few times lately. There's like underdogs just holding fighters down and, and decisions or, you know, advancing position and stuff in Frey's case. But I don't know. I mean, I just don't see it, honestly. I wanted to see it, but I don't see it, you know? So, I'm thinking Luke, but here's what I'm thinking, decision, guys. Like, I don't think he finishes Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley's very, very durable and very hard to finish. Colby Collinson finished in the fifth round and he injured him. I think it was a rib injury or something, but this guy went five rounds with Gilbert Burns. He showed a great chance throughout his career uh, outside the Nate Marquardt fight where he did get brutally knocked out. That was a great fight, by the way. Amazing fight. The last strike, for, or one of the last strike force cards. Amazing fight. But yeah, I just I can't see Willie. Listen, he looks good. He's in great shape for this fight. I get it, but. You know what, Marcel, the, if he does go to his wrestling, he could win this fight. I'll tell you that. If he if he goes back to the basics, and maybe that's what they're going to do, just shoot for takedown right away, but I haven't seen it in him in years. He just doesn't look like the same guy. Those wars with Steven Thompson took a toll on him, guys. He's been fighting for a long time. Another spot, Marcel, where I got to, he's also 38, turning 39, I think. Like, it's another spot, 10-year age gap, guys. You guys know I love this spot. I just wish the odds were lower on Luke. I wish it was, like, closer to, like, a pick I would love that, but... Yeah, I'm with you, Marcel. The odds are probably a little bit inflated um, because people are just completely writing off Woodley at this point. But we'll see, we'll see. But I am going to pick Luque for now. Valerie says Camarosa best. He throws the overhand right with his closed. Yeah, I mean, and he, he can land it. And um, you know, Luque's been dropped. Brian Barberino, I believe, dropped him in their fight. He hurt him. Nico um, Price fight, he didn't get dropped, but man, he took like over 150 significant strikes. I think like it was a war, right? So, and the Mike Perry fight was a war too. I mean. It, it could be the point where maybe Vicente goes gets cracked um, in the chin, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not seeing it. All right, let's go to the main event now, Marcel. The big boys, Steepy Miosic, the firefighter. That's so cool, by the way. Eh? That he's like the the full. I love it, man. You see the embedded? He's just like at the firehouse and stuff. I love it. <laughs> guy, guy is such a beast, man. It's so funny. Someone wrote the comment like he's uh, he's eating this like this. The food didn't look that good, honestly, at the firehouse. He's eating it and. Francis Agano and in the embedding, he had this like personal chef that is making his meals now like it's it was completely different it's hilarious right like two very different guys two very, two very different fighters two very great fighters I think like two of the best heavyweights of all time man this fight's this is a great fight man great rematch you know the first fight as we all know Stepe won by uh, decision I picked Frank I think most of us picked Francis that first time assuming you did Marcel the first time or no you can't remember maybe or I I picked Stepe man. Oh, you did a nice job. Yeah, I know I picked Francis because he was he was knocking everywhere now. I thought he could probably knock out Stipe, but didn't get the job done. And Stipe looked amazing. And listen, Stepe is a guy I think, you know, he's amazing. You have to respect him. But uh, it's an interesting spot, the rematch here. He's coming here age 38, three years later, Marcel. Francis coming off a four-fight win streak here, guys, all in the first round. I think combined uh, the total is like combined less than five minutes, Marcel. So he's just touching guys in the chin putting them to sleep right away. It's pretty crazy. Um, now you have Stepe here, who's a very complete fighter. Uh, the odds are close, Marcel. I mean, th- th- it's been floating around like a pick-and-price right now. It seems like Nagano's about minus 120, uh, Stepe 100. So the odds are different than last time. I mean, the last time Nagano was a pretty big figure, like two to one. It's basically a pick-and-fight now, so the odds are different. Um, what are your thoughts on this fight, Marcel? I mean, do you think it's going to go differently? you think it was the same? What are, you, what are your thoughts on the UFC 260
1: main event? I mean we pretty much can see after 4 minutes what's going to happen I think um in the first round Either and Ngan- Ganu knocks him out in the first round uh Or Stepe goes to who's wrestling you know he's going to do this trying to do the same as he did the last time and there is I mean we don't know if N- if Nganu has improved his ground game we know he has a ground game but does he have improved his wrestling is uh, is right? I don't know, man. Um, listen, I think the the most most people probably will pick Ngannou in the first round because I think Stipe is is aging and he's getting older and, and that kind of stuff. And that and Ngannou is uh, is on a streak with four fights stopped in the first round via KO. But this is Stipe, man. This is the best heavyweight ever in the UFC in the UFC. I say for me, the best ever is Fedor. But the best ever is in the UFC is definitely Stipe. And I mean, I don't have I don't have doubts in Steepy man. Besides, for the first round, he can get knocked out of there. But besides that, I think he's a more complete fighter than Nganu. and steep has, has good fight IQ overall. I think, and uh, he will try to get this to the ground asap because he knows if he goes standing and he gets a shot, he, he will probably get be out. You know, he could take it the first time, but can he take it the second time? I don't know, man. He should be more careful. I think this time and. Uh, uh, maybe I'm taking a gas go- uh, or a gamble here, but Stephen, man, decision. I think he decisions him again. Wow, there you go. So there you go. Marcel's taking Stephen versus to defend the, the title. Um,
0: this is obviously a tough fight to call, guys. And you look at the odds; it's close. And you're gonna see people on both sides of the fence here. I mean, just natural, right? It's a heavyweight fight, more variance in heavyweight fight too. Um, so more likely of someone getting randomly knocked out than in some other good weight divisions. You know, it's tough. I mean. I'm with you, Marcel, in that Stipe is the greatest heavyweight in UFC history. I'm with you. You know what? I I would still favor Fedor, but he's close, right? And uh, he's amazing. I mean, he's a great fighter, man. And uh, he's complete. You know, he's got great boxing, really crisp hands, as you guys know, really technical boxing. Um, And his ground game is great. His wrestling is great. Grounded pounds nasty. He's a beast, man. He he is a beast. Um, But... You know, he's 38 now, guys. The fight was three years ago. He's taken a lot of damage since then. He got KO'd by Cormier. And the other, the second fight, he was losing the fight. Came back and won great performance. The third fight, he definitely won. Um, but he took a lot of shots in that fight. And, you know, Overeem dropped him too. Um, in their fight, Overeem, he, what, he, what, he tapped, right? Stipe tapped, right? That was what he said <laughs> in that fight, Marcel. But he didn't. Um, but man, I, I you know I, I remember I remember bending against him years ago when he fought Struve and he, he knocked him out. I was surprised with the, the by that um, the way he stopped him in that fight. But you know he's shown a good chin over the years. I just still question a little bit um, against a guy like Francis who guys he just needs to touch you on the chin and he puts you to sleep. The first fight he didn't he just you know mentally wasn't there. And I I'm with I'm with uh, I'm with Marcus, man. I didn't like Francis fighting over in December, turning around to fight Stipe in January. This fight with a full camp and more time to probably prepare. I think Francis won the rematch. I'm kind of with you. I, I'm leaning towards Francis a little bit. Um, but I'm taking a guess, right? Because I'm taking a guess that he's improved his takedown defense and that he's improved his condition. And that's what the guess is, right? If the fight goes past the first round. Because if it goes past the first round, it's probably not going to look like a good pick. But I'll be honest, man. I, don't th- I think he probably knocks him out quick, Marcel. Uh, I think he touches him and f- finishes him. If he doesn't, he probably loses the fight. Like you said, decision. But uh, I mean, it's a great fight. Don't get me wrong. Um, as far as a bet goes, I have no idea what I'm gonna do with this fight yet. I don't know. I mean, I might just stay away from it completely. But I, you know, right now, I'm, you know, I'm leaning towards Francis a little bit. I got to be honest. I uh, man, I think you know, training in Vegas now, Marcel. He's just a, he's he's got better. He's got a better team, better coaching. Everything's better. You know, Stipe is great though, and if he wins, it won't surprise me. He's amazing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, you're going to see everyone different on this one, guys. Like, you know, I expect the staff picks Marcel to be, like, you know, five and six or whatever, like – or six and five like it usually is, right, for these tough pick-em fights. But, uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards Francis. Uh, we got five minutes left, guys. If anyone wants to shoot questions and throw them in, we've got five minutes left. Game says, Stefan Struve helping Francis prepare for the Go against the fence. That's funny. Um, but, yeah, it's
1: a great fight, Marcel. You know, I love it. By the way um, – Georgie, the Georgian uh, MMA uh, uh, media guy, he just uh, posted that uh, Ryan Hall is fighting Ilya Tapuria on July 10. Oh, really? Ilya That's a great fight.
0: Yo, that yeah. fight's sick, man. Really? That's a great fight. Yeah, Ryan Hall is uh, a beast on the ground. Oh, yeah, and that Gordon Ryan guy, we talked about him yesterday. Now he's saying, like, he's like, oh, no, I'm going to do submission grappling, and then I might get an MMA. Like, that Chatur guy was a little bit... You know, misleading in his tweet because he said he was going to go into that May, right? Everyone's excited about it, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But like I said, any, Marcel, what do you want to talk about? We got five minutes left. Is there anything in the news today that you want to talk about? Um, let me think. Um... Well, I will say this. Um, uh, I like the the PFL man. I'm really excited about their their next season. I gotta say that because I think the commentary team by the way is amazing. It's Kenny Florian now joining Mandy Couture and Sean O'Connell. Sean O'Connell's really good at commentary. If you guys haven't watched Beatfall, you'll enjoy it, I think. I love the, I love the format, too. Um, Marcus asked a question. Do you think John Jones sells more fights fighting Steepy or Francis? Man, I mean, that's a great question, Mark. I think they're both huge fights, Marcus. I really do. But I'm of with, Daniel. Uh, you know, I think Francis, because if you look at Francis, Francis, they've always wanted him to win the title, right? Obviously. We, we know that. But I'll be honest, Marcel. I, I have, too. You know, the first time I saw him, I knew he was special. Um, and yeah. I've always believed in him and that he can win the belt one day. I think, I think he's going to make the right adjustments, but I mean, geez, Stipe is amazing guys. Like he is an incredible fighter and his resume is like really second to none in heavyweight. Um, I remember when people used to say like came Alaska was the best heavyweight of all time. Never agreed with that. By the way, he was, in my opinion, Marcel. did you ever think he was the best?
1: He could have become the best, but he never good he
0: Exactly. He's always hurt though. Right. So yeah. I mean, Stipe, like the names are incredible. Listen, if he wins this fight, guys, I'm not gonna be surprised. He's he's amazing. Um, but I just like Francis. Francis has more crossovers on a few pox- podcasts, etc. Yeah. Um. I also yeah. I think he wants to do boxing. I was reading that today. Um, he wants to do a little bit of boxing, which is kind of weird. You see, Islay Makachev. He was talking Marcel. He had an interview. He's uh he's not too happy. Michael Chandler got the title shot. He wants to fight RDA still. You think they booked that fight, the RDA fight? Yeah, why not? I don't think RDA minds. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm um, just trying to see what else. Did you see the video of James Krause giving Grant Dawson the corner advice? I don't know if you saw that. that yeah. Amazing, yeah. eh? Wow, amazing, right? But that's what you yeah, want. I, uh,
1: Kevin Holland needed that guy. <laughs> I, I always see it on Fight Pass. I know you guys have commercials and everything, but we can just see all the way to the corners, you know? So yep. that's uh, – I, I always like – uh, when I'm on Twitter, sometimes like that's great call advice. That's somebody like, dude, we have commercials. How did you see that? And it's like, yeah, some fight pass over here. You probably don't see it because <laughs> you guys have commercials or whatever. Yeah. Let me just get these last few questions. You guys, we'll get out of here.
0: Valerie says, I saw the embedded to Rothwells on a plane for the fight this weekend. Um, I thought that was – is it this weekend? Oh, they, they, maybe they – I thought it was next week. But I guess if you saw it in the embedded, maybe he is. That's awesome. Um do you have Fedor, heavy goat? Uh. I still love Fedor, but I mean he's definitely coming back, right? Look at this, Marcus. He's going to Florida for 261. Please stay safe, man. Mm-hmm. We love you here, Marcus. Don't get sick, please. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's amazing. The crowd's going to be sick. That's crazy. I don't think I would go um, personally, but I think that's amazing. You're going, man. Really, I do. Um, I, I, Mr. Short, sure, yesterday was discussed. Thank you. Thank you. another guy that agrees with me. Yeah, that was terrible. His corner, lot, their corner advice was bad. There's so much bad. There's too many like corners that are too. Um, too many people in MMA, they're just too many. They're yes men, right? Marcel, they're like, they're always trying to give you, like, praise, but they never tell you what you're doing wrong. That's what you need. You need someone who's going to criticize you a little bit too, you know? You can't just have people tell you how great you are all the time in this sport. You need people that are going to be like, you know, you got to do this. And, and, like, that's what Eddie Alva was saying about Conor McGregor the other day. He's like, Conor's got to go and, like, you know, get rid of his coaches and, and, and bring in people there and are like, make them work, Marcel. Like, and be like, you're doing this and you're going to spar here and you're going to train like this instead of being the one who's the boss, right? we mm-hmm. was acting like a fanboy yeah it was embarrassing the whole thing and I like Travis Luger, but that was weird okay that's the last question Dan where's your podcast you give picks bets 4pm on Elite Fantasy Elite Betting with Duke it's on Friday afternoons um, and yeah I mean it is a subscription website but I mean it's it, what I've seen it's definitely worth it the optimizer for DFS is incredible um, and then you have all the other sports too and actually there is someone that I know that's going to be joining the website not in MMA but in another sport I can't see who it is but if you like that person too they're also joining this website it's great We'll get this last comment. A must do everything perfect to win. McGonagall must have made the small adjustments. I believe he will be able to make them. I'm thinking the same thing, but we'll see. That's it for this podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. That was awesome. Marcel, thanks so much again. As always, my man, you killed it. Um, we'll see how it goes. And we had a few different picks, but mostly uh, a lot of the same picks, Marcel. So um, interesting card, but a lot of pick-up fights, guys. So it could go either way. Um, we'll see what happens. And throughout the week, hopefully these fights remain intact. No COVID issues. But we will be back Thursday with AJ Shulo. And we'll talk about any other like fights that are added then. Um, until then, guys, have a great day. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MMA Martin right there. Big Marcel 24 from Marcel. BJPen.com. MAOdsBigger.com. My MMA News and uh, what Fantasy, Elite Fantasy. And, yeah, all those places, guys. Have a great day, everyone. Talk to you soon. Peace.